Hi, welcome to the Weekend Sober. We're back together again. Yay! It's <laughs> been so long. I know, it has. And welcome Maybe. to you all. Um, how are you? I'm good. I have that fog brain from COVID. Oh, Hello. yeah. Why don't you tell the people? The people need to know. It's real. God, <laughs> <laughs> I had COVID. I did. I thought I was in the clear. I got so far from never having it. Yeah. And then it hit like a ton of bricks. But luckily, you know, all things were fine considering. Um, all vaxxed and boosted. You're, you're and COVIDed. And and now I can like yeah. walk around. Except you're invincible now. I, yeah, I was like, I still go in though and I put my mask on at the grocery store because I just feel like I don't want to get anybody else's germs. <laughs> now <laughs> it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, well, we're but glad okay. to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. vacation and yeah and all um, as well you really guys good having vac- really good vacation and good to be back into a routine yeah um and yeah it's good to see you yeah i know um, too. we thought this week that we would kind of do a check-in because Catherine and i have not seen each other in a little while and we thought it might be fun to sort of reflect on how we're doing um Catherine in her brain fog yeah and, i might forget some words but <laughs> that's why you're here um but just kind of you know we've been talking to you guys now for a few months which is great and yeah. we thank you all for being such um wonderful supporters we've um, heard so many people reaching out and saying how helpful it's been and i know we've said that at the beginning and that was a shock but to know that it's still impacting people people are finding it useful and um, we're reaching out to more people to see if they want to share their stories and, and we're going to be doing that soon. Um, but it also prompted us to think, well, where are we right now with everything yeah, and exactly. what, what can we reflect on, um, from this point? Because obviously it's, it's a constant, I, I'm thinking journey and I know there's a better word for it, but it, it's no, it a is. way of life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We're constantly working on ourselves and. Just because and it's work. Yeah, just because we're, um, you know, we're not drinking and we're sober doesn't mean that every every day is easy. And obviously, you've heard from us throughout the last few months. Of, you know, when we're not right. having great days and when things are going well. Um, and I don't know about you, but when I'm sick and I'm down and out and I can't do anything, and then the head goes and mm-hmm. races and everything, um, it was this thought for me that. Wow, I okay. I'm forgetting what I was gonna say. Oh, you did, for real? The brain fog. Yeah, just kicked in. Um, what was it? Oh, like uh, you're feeling down, you're feeling low, and it's like, oh, you think, wow, you know, you get to a certain point, and you're you're doing so well, and then it is um, like a couple steps back, obviously, mm-hmm. when you're not feeling well. But it's it reminds you that what all the things that you set for yourself, all the goals, all the intentions, all of the new routines our work and it does go away if you don't put in that work yeah if you don't keep working on it yeah yeah 
And it's it's hard to do those things when you're not feeling well because you're giving in to stuff. And it was a reminder like, wow, we really have, you know, set the good stuff for ourselves to become yeah. our best versions. And that is work. But then that routine kicks in and it doesn't feel like it's work anymore. Mm-hmm. I know. It kind Until of like a setback. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That may be. Set, it, yeah, a setback. And it kind of like knocks you on your ass and you realize, wow, like I've been doing really well. And then suddenly, oh shit, like. Right. Ugh. And so despite the brain fog, like one of the things that prompted it was how clear headed in general my brain has become and my memory. And I totally know that that's because alcohol is out of my system. Mm-hmm. But that part to me, I always, because, you know, I also, um, you know, I still will have cannabis every once in a while mm-hmm. to help me sleep and da, 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 da. But this was also dual and everybody's like oh you become so forgetful with cannabis and when you have when you smoke weed you're like stoner brain and all that stuff and never that much of uh, you know here I am I don't know what if I'm making sense (laughs) um but I I was like because that's still (laughs) that's still part a little bit of me yeah the alcohol is out and now I realize it's it was really mostly alcohol fogging my brain yep so it's just, it's fascinating. Yeah. That part has really been cool. Yeah. It's great. Like recall and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, well yes. I think we're going to try to, we're going to kind of interview each other. Today. Yeah. We're going to ask. We, we came up with questions. Yeah. Neither of us know what we're asking each other. We yeah. got real giddy about it last yeah. night. Oh my God, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we prepared a couple interview questions for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm nervous. I don't know why. Well, because you don't know what's coming. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, and you, um, I mean, plead the fifth. You yeah. don't have to answer it. Or you can yeah. be like, wow, I'm going to ponder that or something, right? <laughs> Let me ponder. Let me okay, get okay, back okay, to okay, you. Okay. okay. All right. Do you want to go or you want me to go? You go first. Rochambeau. All right. Okay. I'll go first. Oh, God. I'm scared. Okay. All right. I know. Okay. I'm going to start with an easier one. Okay. Because let's start with what your... Um, 2022 um oh. intention was oh this is good okay okay so that's an easy one let's check in there and, and to remind everybody your intention was to be less judgmental with yourself and others right yes so what was the word that you observed to become more observing and um yeah less judgmental mm-hmm. and more observant and so how has that intention been going good or bad or indifferent um, I would say, cause it's a process. It's, it's a not, process. It's right? so hard. I would say, um, hard. I mean, it's not, it's not going like perfectly well every single day. Okay. So um, stretch it out. Mm-hmm. Let's just reflect from even when you started to set the intention. Yeah. Um, it's a, I have to remind myself and I do that, that work, right? I do that best when I am, um, when I sit down and I journal and I write and I blog mm. and I have to sort of take a step back and reflect on how I am as a parent and as a wife, um, and a friend and I can be hard on myself, I think, of you course, know, right. um, you know, I, I, I wish I could do some, some things differently and I'll sort of be angry at myself about the way I handle the situation. And, um, but so, that's a lot of what I try to do is remind myself that, um, to, you know, give myself some 
uh, offer myself grace and yeah. be compassionate with myself. So because, when are you finding you're doing that more often? Because yes, that is, yes. that's the difference. So yep. you should be proud of yourself yep. for that. Yeah. That's um, part of the process. I yeah, feel, right? definitely. Um, and having that compassion with myself and, um, being less judgmental with myself in those moments mm-hmm. when I'm not necessarily doing, you know, everything at, at exactly how I want to be. Um, so, so yeah. say it's a parenting thing or a, yeah. a spouse thing. Mm-hmm. Do you, once you reflect or you journal, then do you go back to that person and yeah. ever say like, oh, I wish I handled that differently? Yes. Yeah. That's great. That's, yeah. I think, a big thing because mm-hmm. we can either, like we've talked about, put it on paper, mm-hmm. think about it. But that piece, when it comes out of our mouth sometimes, is the differential of the bigger piece of change. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how we make strides. Yeah. That's really good, Kim. Yeah. And I also, I think, um, you know, being present in, in the moment was also part of that um, mm-hmm. in terms of with my kids. Um mm. But at the same time, I, I almost put so much pressure on myself to, you know, I, I have to be present, be in the moment, be a good mom, and that it, it can almost go the opposite direction totally. and backfire. And I put too much pressure on myself. You know? That's exactly like that Buddhist mindset. Yeah. When you're not, you have to let it go to be able to be present mm-hmm. or else you're in your head about it. Yeah. So you're not really present because you're trying to be present. You're like, be present, be present, be present. You're not actually <laughs> like, all oh, that's all I'm thinking about. So you're missing all that freaking time. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's kind of cool when you realize that, yeah. oh, okay. And that for me is like, and you, for anxious people, people with anxiety, you know, by nature, that's what we do. And that's what I couldn't do when I was awake mm-hmm. last night. I couldn't let the racing thoughts go. And I just gave into it because I was trying to meditate or trying to do things. And I do think trying to, again, give myself grace Mm -hmm. that I'm still coming out of COVID, um, that I'm not beating myself up about it, but I am extra exhausted because of it. But regardless, like that's what we have to do. We have to just go give ourselves that grace to be able to be in that present moment. Yeah. I know it's so hard, but good for you. Yeah. I know on vacation, I would say, all right, I got it. enjoy every little bit of this and I want to have my time and read my book, but then I need to be really good mom and play with the kids and be, you know, and then finally those constant thoughts. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, but I'm not actually enjoying vacation when I'm constantly berating myself and yelling at myself and having these internal struggles. So then I finally just said, okay, right now the kids need me to do this. So I'm going to just put my book down and play with them. Yeah. And Oh, right now they're, you know, 10 minutes later, they're occupied. So, oh, this is my time to read. And it, it's just like being in that was being in the moment. That like when it. they actually needed me, I, I was with them. And mm-hmm. when they didn't need me, I was by myself, you know, and then yeah. and, and just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just thought of something else too, that was, that led me to, um, the moments of observation too. Um, I find being sober to notice these precious little moments, not as like a, oh my gosh, this is a great moment. I need to remember this moment. I need to document this moment yeah. or something like I need that. To take a picture. I need to take a video. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's more like, wow, I can, I can internally 
take this in and like let it go through my entire fiber of being to appreciate it and that's the memory and like that's the new memory bank that i'm finding now as with sobriety totally right and that that comes that i felt that on vacation yeah yeah that presence of mind it's like a way of being Mm -hmm. a way of living sorry if you hear my water but i do need to rehydrate I, I experienced that on vacation, and I, there was a time when I was like, I really wish I had my camera to take pictures of this right now, but you know what? I'm not going to go run away and find it. It's Instead, I'm going to lay here and watch this moment and yeah. absorb it, and I do have really good memories of yeah. that, you know? And I it, know. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It is. That's a, so good for you on yeah. your path. That was an Thank easy you. question. Thanks. Right? Thank you. That was oh, go good. check that off my list. <laughs> Wait gathering. for the next when it's... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I feel like I have, a, yeah. I have a doozy. Okay. Um. Okay. All right, now I'll give you an easy one. Whatever. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> um. I think. Okay, so this one is pretty. It's pretty good. All right. Okay. What What does um self care mean to you? Okay. So many things. I have examples. a hard time of encompassing it all. And I've always been that way. I feel, and I am trying, that's like one of my goals is to realize I don't have to have to like hyper focus on one thing. And I think that's part of the ADHD too, is that the hyper focusing on things. So lately it has been um, meditation, breathing, and internal self-care. It's also taking care of my skin, um, which, you know, I've enjoyed more now because it looks so much better. Um, <laughs> it does. And thank you. But, you know, just like having that freshness of not that constant dehydration mm-hmm. from the toxicities, toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise has changed for me since COVID. Um, it has been less consistent where I was like exercising like four to five times a week. Now it's like two to three times a week, but I'm still exercising. I'm just trying to give myself grace with, Mm -hmm. with knowing that I'm in a different spot now. Mm -hmm. And I'm also exploring, um, taking care of my anxieties and I've been doing with that, like self care is. I did that whole, I've talked about it, replacing alcohol with food. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing really well with that as a check in. It's great. I've talked about that. I have not been reaching for snacks. Good so I've been really working with that mindful eating. And yeah. if anybody has any questions, feel free to DM and I'll talk about yeah. that. Um, really, it's that holistic. It's all of those things. Yeah. But I feel like when I look back on it, I could only do one at a time. Mm-hmm. Before it was exercise all the time. And I couldn't do the mind like thing. focusing on one thing at a time. That's all yeah. I could but do. But now you feel like you have, you're, you're able to kind of Yeah, and I think that's better living through medication now mm-hmm. that I'm treating my ADHD. Mm-hmm. That really does help. Leaving alcohol out of, this, out of my life um, does allow for more um reflection on how i am self-caring being self uh, caring to myself yeah um the other thing is like nurturing myself Mm -hmm. and and definitely yeah 
And that's just like that mindfulness of not being so hard on myself. There's that compassion piece that right. It's being so, kind to yourself. It's really hard. It is part of self care. I have heard my inner dialogue more mm-hmm. um, clearly now than I ever had before. I thought that was just part of who I was, and that was who I was. But that voice isn't who I am, mm-hmm. and it has been through a lot of reading and understanding that. Um, what is it called? The um, conscious? Subconscious. It's that, yeah, but what is it? It's like the ego voice. Mm-hmm. So it's your consciousness talking to your sub, it's your subconscious. Yep. Um, um, where all of the trauma lies, where everything that you were told that you are can't do, won't do, shouldn't do, or you internalize that was mm-hmm. said poorly to yourself, and that becomes your voice. Yeah. So I've been hearing it a lot clearer and I've been able to talk back to it mm-hmm. and say nope like I looked at myself in the mirror yesterday and I was like oh like something was said I don't remember what it was and I looked at myself and I was like oh mm, and I laughed and I was like oh no not today and I was like oh that was good that was a good so thing good. yeah because I was like why do I even need to like it's just those little moments that I've been able to and I find that that has so been good really nice of a change we're so hard on ourselves. So right? hard. On you, ourselves. That yeah. was back to your question from me yeah. and trying to just be I, so I gentle. Think that's so that's so powerful and nurturing. So 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 important that I think a lot of people don't acknowledge is that we do. Ha- everybody has that voice, that subconscious voice that is really can be really unkind to them, yeah, and that so we often try to ignore. Um, I have, my voice can be really mean to me as well. Mm -hmm. And I used to, I was really, it makes me really Mm self-conscious. And when I'm in certain social situations. Oh yeah, it kicks in hard, right? um, Yep. Where I'm like, do I fit in here? And I'm not necessarily comfortable here. And I'll start to doubt myself and the things that I say and um, then suddenly I start to doubt the way I'm, I look and, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's little things like that. Um, and then it's like, oh, you know, like just simple little. Yeah. I, I don't even want to. I know. I know. But when yeah. we quiet I'm starting to, voice, I'm like, I'm like starting no, no. to hear it right now. Yeah. Like, am I making sense? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You are. And you are making sense. Yes. It's, I find This that- is why I used to drink. To be honestly, quiet that voice. to quiet the voice. 100%. I know. To and make ourselves more yeah. available to yeah. have a good time, to be yeah. carefree. Yeah. Well, it's what's funny to, is that to yeah, quiet energetically, it, yeah. like uh, we're more beautiful as people, all of us, when that voice is quiet. Yeah. Because your true energy show, shines through, mm-hmm. like that piece of you, your soul. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all about it. All about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice thing. Yeah. I know. That was a good question. Yeah. That was I'm like, yeah, it really was, wasn't it? And you're like, God, that was <laughs> so good. So good. Well, um, it's funny. They both kind of were the same types yeah. of things. Yeah. Are you looking at my notes? No, I did <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Okay. Okay, what? Well, I wrote two words that I didn't write a full question. I do this. This is the ADHD. I'm like... What does this mean? <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to say the words that so everybody knows. I wrote down truest relationships. 
what do those, okay, yeah, basically, like, what do those look, okay, yeah, I know, you're looking at me with consternation, like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what the fuck, so, where the fuck are we going with this well, one? Well, I think it has to do with what, down deep, what are you, the relationships that you find to be your, in, your truest self? Does that make sense? No. Freaking A. <laughs> Like, what do I find that I'm my most authentic self? Like, what relationships? Yeah, what do those relationships look like when you're being, you're able to be, like, we were just talking about the airs, okay, like, yeah. putting on airs, like, when you're un uneasy in certain yeah. situations. So, I'm thinking, like, if we can reflect on what those relationships look like when you're your truest self. Yeah. Like, definitely I... yours for me. Yeah. And I even said it to my therapist the other day about like when I, I reflected on COVID, just to give you an idea, like, yeah. and I told you about this, how I was feeling jealous. You were away on vacation and I felt shitty about myself. And it was like a total projection of just that subconscious voice of making yeah. me feel bad about myself and allowing that to, to shine mm -hmm. through because I wasn't well. Yeah. Um, and she said to me, she's like, well, I said, I don't have it anymore because I was honestly able to rectify it with myself and be like, this is just a point of change for you because you're on your way. You're, you're not feeling well. You know, you don't have to stay in this spot. And I reflected on that with my therapist and I was like, I'm really glad that I was able to conquer that. I said, but I do want to be able to have a conversation with her and let her know, like, I'm glad I can have that conversation with you. And that it wasn't you. It wasn't yeah. really me. Yeah. It was a strange space I was in. Yeah. She's like, well, can you have? I said, oh, God, yeah. yeah. Like, it's an authentic relationship. Yeah. So I said, I guess truest can be replaced with authentic, authentic as, a, as yeah. a synonym. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what do you find? And I'm not looking for you to say it to me because I know. Yeah. But obviously, like, your husband with Evan. Yeah. It's a true, honest relationship. How has that shifted? Well, that's always been your truest relationship. Yeah. How has that shifted through sobriety, maybe? And what are what are those relationships look like now? Yeah, they have um, new light, probably. Yes, definitely. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great question. Um, I I don't know how to articulate it, and maybe you can help me because I think you do. I I do believe um, that. I have, I really enjoy who I am sober and I am so much more comfortable not drinking. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy hanging out with myself. That doesn't even make sense, but oh, I enjoy yeah. the person that I am when I'm not drinking because yeah. I feel like makes sense. I um, was an insecure hot mess when I was drinking. Because I was constantly running away from something when mm -hmm. I was drinking. Right. Um, right. right? I was yeah. constantly hiding. Ditto, like hiding. Same. A, lying, hiding something. Um, terrified I was going to be found out about something. Um, you know? know? It's so scary, that place. Yeah. It was back. like, uh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like I wasn't supported by people I, I people didn't understand me and now I feel like I can be myself finally I can I'm not trying to hide myself yeah and um 
yeah. people that I spend time with and in in enjoy being with me, I can really be who I want to be yeah. now. And yeah. I I'm not scared anymore. Can I tell you something that's funny that I didn't even before make a connection, but hearing you say that. So when we went on our, a year ago, mm-hmm. this month, we went on vacation. We went down to South Carolina. Oh I was so nervous to spend time sober, even though you were sober, yeah. like with you. Yeah. I think because I I'm like, too. what if we don't get along? What if we don't get along? What if this is totally awkward? Yeah. Because that lubrication was, of yeah. like social lubrication yeah. was out I think of the I was too. Isn't that funny? Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. And we yeah. had the best fucking time. <laughs> it was so oh funny. My God. Oh my I God. have to. So Catherine and I were talking about we went golfing in Hilton Head. Yeah, we, the two of us. Yeah, we took la- we took a clinic. We went. We played a bunch of holes. <laughs> I mean, it was like, the funniest. Several rounds, eighteen. Yeah, you know it was I mean. the funniest weekend of our lives. It was actually freezing down there and it was fucking weather it was the worst fucking we had to buy winter hats (laughs) and i had to buy coats you had to buy rain gear to buy rain gear oh and there was a tornado warning so we get off the plane and it's pouring (laughs) and we're waiting for our uber driver who gets in and the car smells like stale smoke and we have our masks on because it's in 2021 and the guy clearly we're in like the south stereotypically they're like COVID what and and he's like I've been vaccinated you can take your masks off we're looking at each other like okay you know (laughs) and then we're this is from Savannah to South Carolina to Hilton Head and you if you've been there you know you go from the alligator alligator alley alley, and you go from the yeah you have to go over like a two-lane road surrounded by swampland yeah and the, the tornado <laughs> alerts. Our phones are beeping. It's coming over the car. All three of and, and Kim's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Just breathe, breathe, just breathe." And then and then it started hailing. <laughs> hailing. And then he goes, "Oh, if you see hail, it means run like hell." Yeah. Because there's like tornado. Oh, always run for um for an underpass. Oh, underpass. And we're looking around, and there's like nothing <laughs> but alligators and swampland, and we can't even pull over. And, and then he said to us, "He's like." buy you a drink when we get there He's like we'll stop at a liquor store we can get you a bottle of wine for the car and we're like we look at each other after literally like clenching our cheeks like and we just hysterically start laughing and crying like crying laughing like yeah. this is so perfect like thank you heavens above yeah, for this hysterical moment you're like wait though are we gonna have a tornado like what are we gonna do i'm like it's not gonna what are the odds <laughs> you know like i'm like I mean, at the time, we were both, like, only a few months sober, so it was... We were. It was... It was really... It was a big move, but that that was was, an icebreaker, That was an icebreaker. I mean, we (laughs) had just kind of reconnected our... I was like, you have to Rekindled our friendship. Totally. Only a few months before. Mm -hmm. Um... Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> to answer your question, <laughs> I think you did, though, but, yeah, yeah. To, to round it. You know, to yeah, to bring it back, um, you know, I find <laughs> I am... My truest friendships are when I I don't feel that fear and I am feel joy and yeah. and and confidence in who I am and I don't feel like I'm being questioned and I don't feel I'm like I'm being judged. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know. Um, and I, know. I have really shifted a lot in the last year by putting myself out there and 
being really vulnerable um, with my story. And some people don't really accept that and, and feel comfortable with that. And because they're in a different space. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and don't know can, how to know don't know how space. to don't know how to what's the word like accept that don't know how to um, take that don't know how to really work Receive with that. It. Receive it. That's the word. Yeah. Um, and it's not that that they aren't friends like they just don't know how to go with it you know um, yeah and and that comes from a personal place yes yeah um yeah but i'm hoping that you know in time those friendships will evolve as well so we'll just yeah everybody you know, matures and, and yeah. comes to themselves on their own time yeah and we just got to be keep being gentle with ourselves mm-hmm. and accept, and that's part of that other piece that observation that acceptance that non-judgmental, non-judgmental space. yeah yeah that's good. Good yeah. for you. Um, so I'll get a, another question for you. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready for you whenever. Okay. Um, all right. So tell me, I know this is something that you introduced me to, the idea of boundaries. Okay. Tell me about what you've learned about boundaries. A lot. Yeah. That's <laughs> such like a... 10-year-old girl answer and thinking of Audrey. Uh, a lot. A lot. Um, Teach me about boundaries. No. Um, so what... What have I learned? What have you learned... All right. Through through your sobriety or, you know, while it's, you've been sober, maybe. It's kind of interesting. I really had zero boundaries. And I think I went from an imbalanced place of feeling and being a free boundaryless person thinking like being a free spirit being open means no boundaries yeah so for me there was no clear-cut path of understanding what personal boundaries meant yeah um so what it looked like when I didn't have boundaries was I would, okay, I'm an empathetic person. I'm empathic. Yeah. I take on a lot from people's feelings, um, which really get muddled with my own. And I couldn't decipher which were my feelings and their feelings. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, oh, if you are one with the universe and you are part of the greater spectrum of things, then you feel everything. But it's a constant reminder that my internal boundaries do not need to be broken. So for instance, if, if Ted is feeling something and he's frustrated with work or he's whatever it is, and he'll come back and like bring his frustrations, like we all do and take it out on the people that we love. And he's like, you can tell he's not himself. Yeah. It's not an attack on me. Yeah. And I am remembering now, like, okay, he's in a place, and rather than being on the defensive, like, that's an easier way to recognize it now. Mm-hmm. He's anxious about something. And I can, I'm finding that way to say, okay, take a deep breath. Obviously, that trigger word, relax, nobody likes to hear no, anybody. Nobody likes that Right. Word. So I'm not using that. Oh, and I'm not getting defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, a good one is... So that's one. And I would be so triggered like by my mom and what she would come at me with 
whatever it was. And, and it was sub, it was subconscious stuff. She wasn't realizing she was saying things. And mm-hmm. I think that's often the case. People don't realize that they're yep. coming and spewing things at you from this other place of theirs. Um, I am able to say, uh-uh, no, stop. I will not accept that. Mm-hmm. I do not want to talk about you know, if it's my weight or something, you know, she's coming from it from her own space. Um, I always knew like, okay, well that was, that's her struggle with stuff. Like I don't want it to become my struggle with things. Um, but it did become my struggle with things and no fault of hers. This is just the cyclical pattern of life. Mm -hmm. So with the boundaries, it's like, okay, no, you deal, I deal with my things and I do not allow her to penetrate my thought process on that. Um, so I've learned, I have to consciously realize when my personal boundary on either, um, my personal safety of being feel like felt like I'm being yelled at, uh, like if Ted's in a space or a personal boundary of my own struggles with my weight are being penetrated that it is not my it's not about it's not, my, it's not about me. It's not about you. Yeah, it's the same thing with friendships, yeah. right? That we were just talking yeah. about. Like that's the, that's it's, boundary. Yeah. Um. So I never recognized those before. Mm-hmm. I always took them on like it was my fault. Right. Like it's almost problem. like you took it personally. Yeah. You, like Ted's you Ted's took, issues. You took it to would, be about you. Like it right. had something to do with you, but it's it it's it's not always it, about you. It's not. And most, if then most often it's it is, about the other person right and I have realized that when it is about me I'm able to see like when Ted really has something that he's frustrated by that I'm doing I have been able to recognize recently like in this past like couple months wow I okay so I'm thinking about when he's like you should take this um long-term sub job at the high school, position. the teaching mm-hmm. position at the high school. And it was long-term. It was a month. It wasn't that long-term, but we thought maybe it was going to be longer. I was like, no way. And stop, like, quote-unquote, pimping me out because <laughs> I don't want... But then I was like, wait, what? This isn't an attack. This isn't yeah. him coming at me. This is him saying, I see you wanting to do something and you're being offered something. Mm-hmm. Flex your muscles, like, stretch, like, yeah. get your... Get yourself out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when I was able to recognize that, I could actually thank him and say, you know, I was so pissed at you yeah. for doing that. And I complained about it, but I'm grateful for the fact Which that you saw you a little push outside your comfort zone. Out of my comfort zone to grow. Yeah. And that, I think, is the difference between that. I have been able to decipher that push, the good push versus an attack. Yeah. And, uh what's a personal boundary and what's a fear space, mm-hmm. right? And that's yeah. been really nice to to kind of come to yeah. and grow from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I take on to, I would take on, I still do take on people's things and whatnot. Yeah. Um, is that? Yeah, 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 no, that's great. Okay. That's great. I'm having another sip if you hear my... <laughs> <laughs> I feel as if I didn't really know what this idea of boundaries I didn't understand this concept before um I stopped drinking and I never really had heard of it before and I remember talking to you about it a lot in the beginning um we would talk about 
creating boundaries for ourselves and, um, you know, drawing a circle around us and protecting, taking care of yourself first, protecting yourself first. And yeah, we were talking like, because even COVID helped realize that, like, mm-hmm. what's important? Well, this house, everything mm-hmm. within this house, I would mm-hmm. say is important. Like, yeah, like that your was bullseye. The, yeah. Like, this is yeah. my, circle. my circle. But within yeah. that, it's like, oh, it's almost like a comfort zone. Yeah. It's like, what can you can, what are you able to control with a concept you don't understand? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we'll make the circle wider. Yeah. And then it kind of shrinks to be what's more, mm-hmm. you can find out what is even more healthy for yourself. Yeah from that bigger circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are your boundaries? I think they're good. Yeah. I think part of that observation versus judgment. Yeah. Um, I'm saying incentive. What's the word? Um, um, instead of a goal, instead of like a New Year's resolution. Oh, what is it? The yeah. I word? I know. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Intention. Um, Intention. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's like that intention that you said. Yeah, New Year's intentions, yeah. Yeah, rather than, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a really good episode. Healing. Yeah. It felt like, it felt warm to sort of talk about. Yeah. It was good to catch up and... I know. Review our feelings, reflect. We love our feelings. Yeah. Always good. good. All right. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.